0: Hey, everybody. This is Jimmy. Welcome back to the Jimmy Tingle Show. It is great to be with you again today. We have another ballot question we're going to talk about today, ladies and gentlemen, and our spokesperson for this ballot question, question number one. Please welcome to the show, Andrew Farnatano. He is the communications director for the Fair Share Massachusetts. Drum roll, please, ladies and gentlemen, the one, the only Mr. Andrew Farnatano. Hello, Andrew. How are you?
1: Hey, Jimmy, it's great to be here. I'm excited. We got two weeks until Election Day, and I'm excited to be here.
0: Great. Well, first of all, just explain to everybody, what exactly is the Fair Share Amendment, also known as the Millionaire's Tax?
1: Yeah, so it's got a lot of names, the Fair Share Amendment, the Millionaire's Tax, the most important one, question one on the ballot in November. It's a great opportunity to invest in our public schools, our colleges, our roads, bridges, and public transportation to make all those things that are so important to our communities stronger. And we can do so by making our tax system fairer. So question one would create a 4% tax on the portion of a person's income that's over $1 million. So if you make less than a million dollars in a single year, you won't pay a penny more. That's 99% of us here in Massachusetts won't pay one cent more. For those lucky few who make over a million dollars in a single year, they'll pay an extra four cents on their second million, their third million, everything above, an extra four cents on every dollar. And that money will be dedicated to roads and bridges and public transportation, as well as our schools and colleges.
0: Okay. In terms of numbers, how many people are we talking about that will be affected, approximately?
1: Very few. We're talking about about 20,000 people in a given year. Um, These are the top, it's actually less than 1% of taxpayers in the state who would pay more. And very few of them would uh, pay a substantial amount more. If someone makes a little bit over a million dollars in one year, they're going to pay a little bit more. But the people who make a lot over a million dollars will pay more on that second, third, fourth million. That's where most of the money raised by this amendment will come from.
0: Right. So you're talking about the tax increase on 4% 4% above a million dollars. And you're advocating for yes on one. That's what the your ballot question is. Uh, this ballot question, you're advocating for yes. Are there people in that category of those 20,000 people who are also uh, advocates of yes on one?
1: Yeah, certainly. I think a lot of people who have been successful in our economy understand that these basic elements, good public schools that create a good, well-educated workforce, a public transportation system and roads and bridges that are reliable that help people get to and from work, uh, to and from where they need to go. Those are core elements of what makes our economy successful. And so we are proud to have support from over a hundred business owners, uh, people, small businesses that wouldn't be affected, as well as owners of large businesses who might pay a little bit more, but understand that this is a good investment that we can make in the future of our commonwealth.
0: I imagine if you're in that. That category of income, there's got to be a lot of people who went to public schools who would probably be uh, very appreciative, and I don't, I won't say welcome the idea of paying more, but at least be in support of it.
1: Yeah, certainly. There was a great op-ed written in the Boston Business Journal this week by Muhammad Ali, who's a CEO of a local tech company, IDG, with thousands of employees uh, here in Boston. He talked about growing up, going to public schools, how that was a opportunity for him to get ahead in life, get on the path that has brought him to a successful career and, um, and some personal income. And, he's, and his, his conclusion was that when you look at the basic system of taxes we have here in Massachusetts, it's fair to ask a little bit more from those at the very top who have been the most successful to give back a little bit to the next generation Uh, fix our roads and bridges, invest in our public schools. And and that's how we're going to grow an economy that works for everyone.
0: And the money is specifically targeted for education and transportation. Is that correct?
1: That's right. And the, the great thing about this is it's not a normal law that the legislature can just go and change anytime they feel like it. This is a constitutional amendment. So this would be a permanent change in our state's constitution. And that dedication that the money must be spent only on education and transportation can't be changed by the legislature they can't choose to spend the money on something else in the future only the voters have a say over this and the voters will have said the money must go to education and transportation that'll be binding on the legislature
0: so there's no wiggle room so once if no, it passes and the money goes in there it's not like it's in the general fund and they can say you know what we'd rather put it into something
1: else right they they can't spend it on anything else other than education and transportation okay well it'll be interesting to see how that works out we've got a great coalition of over 500 organizations all across the state that's going to be watching closely after election day you know once we win this thing um, we're going to be there the, the next day and the next year to make sure that the money is reaching the classroom and reaching our local roads and bridges cuz that's why we're in this fight we we know that these areas of our economy need more investment that we're, we're falling behind in our schools students are really struggling to recover from the pandemic um our roads and bridges just aren't carrying the the vehicles and the the people that they need to um they're falling into disrepair and we need to do something about it
0: Andrew you said that you have a coalition
1: of 500 organizations that's right. Um, so this is a really enormous campaign. We've been working on this for years. So we've built up an enormous coalition of everyone from labor unions representing teachers and healthcare workers and tradespeople to community and faith-based groups. Over a hundred businesses across the state, uh, local officials from city councils and school committees in over fifty communities have voted to support question one. So it's a really broad-based coalition of working people all across the state in, in every, every city and town uh, who are calling on voters to pass this important amendment and make these investments.
0: And tell me about the opposition. What are some of the talking points of the opposition? I know one of them that I heard was, that while the money might not go where it's intended to go. That was one. Yeah. And you say that that's constitutionally against the law at this point, if it passes. What are some of the other talking points? Who actually is opposing this?
1: Yeah, so the the opposition to question one, there's a ballot committee that's been bankrolled by some of the wealthiest people in the state. There's six wealthy individuals who have each contributed a million dollars or more to opposing this, and they are running some pretty misleading ads. We actually just this morning uh, we sent a letter to the TV stations in Boston asking them to take down one of their ads because it just crosses a line from uh, deceptive advertising into really, really untrue statements. Um, the issue that's, that's at hand there, um, their ads claim that question one would affect tens of thousands of people when they sell their homes. That's just not true. There's been a lot of research on this issue of home sales, and what it's found is that last year, Only 895 homes in the state sold for enough that they would be affected by this tax. Um, So those are some of the wealthiest, uh, the most expensive vacation homes and mansions in the state. Uh, Less than 1% of all the homes that were sold in the state last year, which was a, a record year for the housing market, sold for enough of a gain to be affected after all the different deductions that home sellers can take. Um, so there's just no way that this tax is going to affect middle-class people selling their homes. Um, it's going to affect a few Nantucket mansions or, um, suburban sprawling estates that are worth five or $6 million. When they're sold, uh, those owners will have to pay a little bit more as they should. Um, But it's not going to affect the middle class when they're selling a home.
0: What about the argument that people might leave the state people of those 20,000? millionaires who qualify for the millionaires tax uh, might say, you know what, I'm going to wherever, New Hampshire, Maine, Vermont, whatever.
1: Yeah. So, so we've got New Hampshire right next door that doesn't have an income tax at all. If someone cared that much about not paying their fair share in taxes that they wanted to move to New Hampshire, they would have done it already. Um, There's been a lot of research on this topic and the very wealthy don't move in response to changes in tax rates. Um, Some people are going to retire to Florida, but they were planning on doing that anyway for the weather, uh, for the change in lifestyle. They're not doing that in response to our tax rates. And you can see that when you look at the states that also tax million-dollar incomes at a higher rate, places like California, New Jersey, uh, New York, Minnesota, they all have higher levels of million-dollar income earners living in their states than some of these low-tax states because they've made the choice. To invest in good public schools, to invest in reliable transportation system, and those are the types of things that make people want to live and raise a family and build a business in a state.
0: Well, what about the argument that businesses might not come to Massachusetts, or businesses might leave as well?
1: Again, when you when you talk to business leaders right now, their biggest problem is finding workers. Um, we have you know so many businesses right now that have a hiring shortage. We need a better-educated workforce, we need to invest in vocational training, we need to invest in our community colleges and state universities to train the next generation of workers. We also need to invest in a transportation system that works to get those workers from their homes uh, to their jobs. And that matters much more to businesses than a marginal change in the tax rate that some of their wealthiest investors are gonna pay.
0: So Andrew, who is funding the Yes on One
1: campaign? Most of our funding has come from unions, especially uh, teachers' unions, um, the Massachusetts Teachers Association, the AFT Massachusetts, and the National Education Association, which is one of the the parent unions at the national level. So we're really proud that this campaign has been embraced by the tens of thousands of public school teachers and paraprofessionals and other educators all across the state that are kicking in their dues money to fund this campaign and get us up on the airwaves and, and support our organizing all across the state. And it's a, a really big contrast with the other side, which is predominantly funded by a tiny number of wealthy individuals.
0: So Andrew, do you accept donations? If the average person watching this wanted to contribute to the ballot question, could they do that?
1: We, we do, yeah, you can, you can go on our website at fairsharema.com and contribute. Um, more importantly, we need volunteers. Uh, we've got two me- weeks left. We are running canvases and phone banks every single day where voters can talk to their neighbors about question one. We're gonna win this campaign with boots on the ground, uh, having conversations with our friends and family and neighbors. And so I'd encourage folks to go go to our website, again, fairsharema.com. You can learn more, find answers to your questions. You can donate, you can volunteer, you can get involved.
0: Andrew, thank you so much for your time. Thank you for your effort on behalf of the uh, Fair Share Amendment. And wishing you the best of luck. Thank you, Jimmy. Thank you for joining us today. This has been a Humor for Humanity production. Our mission is your mission. Humor for Humanity at JimmyTingle.com. Thank you.